When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. All right, we got the Jets leading the Avalanche 2-1 after the first. Ehlers has his 23rd to put the Jets out front. Also after the first, Wild and Blues tied 1-1. Halfway through the third, Islanders lead the Hurricanes 1-zip. Sabres and Panthers in a 3-3 tie. And four minutes into the third, Boston and Tampa Bay are tied 1-1. As we were telling you in the last half hour, Scotty Scheffler leads the Masters by five. He's eight under par after two. Corey Connors is the top Canadian He's uh, seven off the lead, and Tiger Woods is nine back. He did make the cut, and it has been a uh, stinker so far for the Blue Jays in their first game of the year in the fourth. They're batting in the fourth, but they trail Texas 7-0. The uh, opening day starter, Berrios for the Jays, throws 34 pitches. He records only one out before being yanked. So uh, a tough one going on here for the Jays. We'll see if they can rally. Uh, They got Vladdy Jr. batting with two on and nobody out in the bottom of the fourth. Maybe he can, at the bottom of the fourth, maybe he can. I think I combined first and fourth there. Bottom of the fourth. Well, Colin Firth, that's an actor. He's a good actor. He is. Uh, anyway, oh, he got a single, and the Jays are on the board, 7-1. Okay. All right. My next guest is one of my favorite goaltenders of all time. We welcome Joaquin Gage back to Inside Sports. Hey, Joaquin, how are you doing? <laughs> good, buddy. That's uh, That's nice of you to say. <laughs> well, I, I like to get the make the guests feel comfortable and ex- excited. And over the years, uh, you have become one of my favorite goaltenders of all time, as much for your post career work as your in career work. <laughs> okay, okay, I, I'll I'll go with that. That's good. Really. <laughs> we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna roll with whatever. Yeah, that's all good. Hey, how are things? Oh, I gotta I gotta say something first here, and I, I'm sure you'll. Maybe you'll have a comment on this. Maybe you won't. Maybe you won't care. But I was talking about Mike Smith's stats, and I said, look, love him or hate him, you got to give him credit where credit is due. He's 6-1-1 one, and one in his last eight appearances. I'm even going to lump that tough night against Calgary in there. And he's got a 9.23 save percentage. And we got a text from a listener before we went to the news saying, saying whatever, Reed, if you're going to talk about his stats, you got to talk about his playoff stats, which are 0-8. Okay, to clarify, uh, as an Edmonton Oiler in the, in the postseason, now, his stats aren't good, but he's 0-5 with an 893 save percentage. So, fair enough. I, I get where the listener is going that, but let's not assign him losses that he didn't earn. And in, in Smith's career, he's 11-17 uh, and 17 in the playoffs with a really good save percentage, actually, of 931. So, anyway, I, th- like, is it just that simple, Joaquin? You're just going to be judged on playoff stuff? Like, fans d- don't care about regular season stuff? It's just all show me in the playoffs? I don't know. Um, in the Oilers' case, I think, yeah, I, I, I could see that. I, I mean, even when you hear of the two big guys talking and you hear Leon and Connor and, and I, I, yeah, the, the individual awards are nice, and, but I, I really have a feeling, Reed, that they don't really care about that kind of stuff anymore. Um, I believe Leon's been there, done that. And they want the the hardware that that counts most, and I can guarantee you that Mike Smith is is uh, is looking.
looking at father time here and, and realizing where his, his career is at and possibly maybe even taking another kick at the can at, at becoming a Stanley cup champion. So um, they've been saying all the right things. I love the way that they, they look after games. You know, you, you always hear of the things guys miss most. And as a goalie, there's no better feeling than being responsible for your team winning and that, uh, and being a big part of a win at the end of the game with, with all your teammates. What did you think of Smith's pass to McDavid the other night for the overtime winner? Um, my, my first reaction, jealousy first. Um, that's the kind of, I wish I, I would have done stuff like that, but that's the kind of stuff that I would maybe do in practice at the end of the, you know, at the end of practice messing around and for him to have the, uh, testicular fortitude to try that in, in overtime with a, by, by all accounts, like a, a kind of a hurt leg and to thread the needle with uh with burns going back and and i don't know how he hits connor in stride like that's that was the most amazing thing but what a great play cool celebration with the both of them afterwards um but uh, i was i was always like almost like hey smitty you kind of you kind of could have taken a boarding penalty with that hug let's keep it keep it light on connor here we we need him for this for this run it was a little too aggressive hug I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that went through my mind when I when I saw it. I was like, "Oh wow, careful there with the merchandise." <laughs> this, everybody just give nice Connor, you know, nice little pat on the head. Thank you, Connor. We don't need to be. I'll get him into the boards. Yeah. Okay. So the the goaltending and, and I kind of did the whole first half hour and I said, "Look, we we know the history. We know the first half of the season." Oh, woe is us with the goaltending. Who's going to grab the job? Is this going to derail us? Quite frankly, since February 10th, I think the Oilers have got at least average goaltending. Um, what, what and, maybe, and maybe there's a larger picture answer to this than just the goalies, but, but what, why do you think the goalies have looked better here for the last couple of months? Um, well, in the case of, of Miko, I think that, no one has benefited more from the coaching change than he has. Um, if you look back at the at the at the time when Coach Woodcroft came in and when Connor McDavid is at the All Star Game saying that Miko Koskinen is our unsung hero, and maybe you know with 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 Dave, I just I had a feeling that, and I'm not sure how Miko felt. This is just my own opinion, but it looked like to me when he played, it didn't matter how well he played. He could have stopped 80 shots with a one nothing shutout. The uh, tippet was going to come back to Mike Smith. And I, I, it really looked like he felt rejuvenated with, with the coaching change. Um, saying that, and Smith's not, uh, not playing that much. Like, and at his age, uh, there's a lot of experience there. But, man, that's, like I've said this before, it's kind of like jumping on a moving train at that point for a goalie to come into a NHL season halfway through when guys are so far up to speed. But um, when when I look at both goalies and when they're struggling, um, I find that the, when they're trying to make saves, they're reaching. Like you see them reach and they're getting out of position. And and if you've if you've watched the last few games with Smith, he's taking a lot more. Uh, a lot more rubber to the to the crest and and getting in front of pucks a lot more and and not reaching as much. I mean there are some some uh some 
technique moves that that are questioned on social media for sure with some of the goals but uh but by far and large he's he's uh he's refined his game a little bit more to to let the game come to him i would say all right. Yeah. Good insight for sure. Walking Gage joining us tonight on Inside Sports as we chat about uh, the Oilers and the uh, goaltending, which has uh, been a little bit better lately and a big week for Mike Smith going 3 0 in California. Um, t- tomorrow night, <laughs> uh, I mean, Colorado's back to back. I know they got a couple of guys out, chance to win seven in a row for, for the Oilers. Do you think the players are are thinking about that and the storyline and the winning streak, or, or or do they truly get into that just the next game mentality? Yeah, no, I don't think the the winning maybe the streak would be thought of more in the beginning of the season. This is, I mean, the the distance between teams right now for playoff spots is too close to even be thinking like that. I think Reed, I, um, there, I. I Except for that one game against the the Flames, I've found that the Oilers over the last few months, when they do play against a team that, you know, if you if you don't come prepared or, or bring your your best game, they're gonna they're gonna blow you out of the water, and that's that's encouraging. And this, I mean, you always get up for the so-called best teams in the league, and and the they're the best measuring stick to to where you want to get to, and. I, I guarantee you you would hear some of the coaching staff and even some of the players over the next uh, the next few hours and pregame skating before the game is look we're gonna have to uh, we'll probably have to go through these guys at some point to get to where we want to be anyways let's show them what we can do and kind of send a message so just to put that sliver in the brain of what uh, what happened the last time out against these guys okay. I want to ask you about something else. The uh, NHL Black Hockey History Tour. Tell us a little bit about it. Oh, it's, it's uh, I mean, I was actually there with a couple of former Oilers today, Sean Brown and George LaRock. We uh, we went by to, to, to see the trailer and, and go through. And, man, it's it, it it's humbling, Rita, to, to see all the, the black players that have played in the NHL. They got all the cards up and... And just to to have my card up there with all these great athletes, uh, it's uh, it's very humbling. Um, I suggest it's open from today from from two to eight in the ice district. Um, awesome little history on on what black players, how far back it actually goes, and and uh, some of the history of the the underground railroad and and going to Nova Scotia and. Man, it's it's uh, it's amazing. It's uh, it's humbling. It's amazing. I'm 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 really proud of of being part of that. So what I, I heard you mention this earlier today too. What what is the story with this Nova Scotia? Was it like hockey players specifically, black hockey players specifically, went there to play, or like how did that work? Well, back then there was a lot of black people fleeing to Canada because. Of obviously racism and, and slavery and um, I mean it still wasn't perfect in Canada either but there was actually uh, one of the first leagues ever formed was a black hockey league in Nova Scotia um, Kwame uh, did the the movie Soul on Ice I'm Reed I, I took part in this movie and went to the premiere I had no idea about this I was as riveted in the at this movie as as anyone else but um, yeah there there's a there's a long tradition history of black hockey players playing in, in Nova Scotia and actually they 
they had fans come out to to see them and and there was an integration into into with whites playing way back when so yeah that's uh the history goes back quite far it's uh it's it's fascinating i'm it, it's unbelievable because i i really had no idea yeah, that is well. That's a great story. That that's amazing. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I'm hoping to have time to go check that out, but uh, before I, I'm on air tomorrow, because it is uh, it, it is free to get in, right? You just is it is it kind of like a big bus? Is that how it's set up? Yeah, it's 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 a it's just a uh, like a semi trailer. You can go in and and just walk and and uh, there's there's little things. There's a little movie in the back. Nothing, uh, and you can see all the players and and different stories of males and females in there, and and it's a uh, it's it's great. It's cool. You see some of the the, the special skates, Willie O'Ree, uh, the the new skates with him on there. Um, it, it's just a, it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a neat little small little museum. <laughs> awesome. Okay, that's really cool. Now, also before I let you go, I'm going to totally jump off the hockey angle because I understand. Somebody whispered in my ear earlier today and said, "Are you going to ask Joaquin Gage how he has become a Formula One fanatic?" Now I don't know if that's accurate, but that's just what I've heard. Formula One racing. What's the story there? I I watched the Drive to Survive series, got involved last year, Reed, and it's it's snowballed. I, I need it's almost to the point where I need some counseling with this thing. I've started a a fantasy league with with other uh, guys from the other station there, and it's. Uh, I, I I get up. I I stayed up last night to watch the practice. I actually purchased the F1 TV. That's I mean, from a sporting aspect alone, the, the amount of access that uh, that they get from to the F1 drivers, to the pit crew, to the cars, and the I mean the the NHL could. I mean, it it wouldn't be possible to do it that way. But man, it would be how cool would it be to maybe have a helmet cam on Connor McDavid as he's ripping through the zone going into score, right? And then you could switch between cameras and, and get different aspects of data and stuff. It's, um, it's a lot of fun. And the personalities I've just, I, I haven't fallen in love with a sport this much since I was a little kid falling in love with hockey, I guess. <laughs> well, that's well, maybe this can be a second career for you. Let's get you behind the wheel. See how you do. <laughs> I, I, I would love it. I would love it. There's a lot of guys with some simulators <laughs> around town that they've built. And, uh, yeah, I, I got to get in one of these and, and see this. Maybe we'll uh, we'll get to the West Edmonton Mall and do some karting at some point or, oh. or out to the racetrack for something maybe in the summer. I'm sure that would be a, that would be fun. Yeah, well, and I think I know, uh, I assume it's Dustin that does the pool. <laughs> yeah. We, we actually started a podcast, Dusty and I, the pit, <laughs> the pit awesome. stop pals. Well, and, that, uh, and so we're we're working on it. It's a uh, it's two guys that know nothing but are highly passionate about this sport. Uh, I give it a listen. It's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, well, I, I know with Dusty, he'll run a. He probably had a fantasy pool for something to do with our interview tonight. So that's that doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for checking in, Joaquin. It's always a pleasure. Uh, good for you for being part of the uh, Black Hockey History Tour. Again, that's 2 to 8 tomorrow in Ice District if you can't make it before 8 o'clock tonight. And thanks for your thoughts on the Oilers goalies as well, my friend. I really appreciate it. Uh, great. Have a great weekend. Uh, maybe I'll see you at the game tomorrow, Rick. 
yeah, awesome stuff. That is Joaquin Gage, former Oilers goaltender and uh, played several seasons. Uh, I mean, if you've heard Joaquin on the show before, he's got some incredible stories about playing in Europe as well. Great guy. Awesome to have him on the show. We got to call a quick timeout at 721 Inside Sports on Chet. That was great to have Joaquin uh, Gage on the show. Have you watched the F1 show that he was talking about, Drive to Survive? I watched the uh, I watched the first episode of the first season. That's it. That's about the same as I've they, seen, yeah. I think they've already yep. done four seasons, haven't they? I'm yep. sure they have. Yeah. Or the yep. fourth one's in, maybe in progress. In, in no, immensely popular show. No, I think, I'm just, I'm just double-checking. Yeah, it came out already. Uh, so you have not watched these, Kellen? No, I have not. I've seen clips, obviously, on YouTube and, and stuff like the uh, the Grosjean, uh, the behind-the-scenes of the Grosjean crash at the, uh, uh, what was that, the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, the, the season-ending one uh, a couple of years ago, the the one where Grosjean actually went right through the Armco. And it was just a scary moment. And, and But the, the way that they had that on... Uh, drive to survive, and that's the way they 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 covered it. it. Was just incredible, and yeah, it's he's a lucky guy to be. He's not involved in F1 anymore. He's on the uh, IndyCar side of things, but he's a lucky guy to be walking today, let alone r- driving a race car. So it the show clearly worked because it pulled Joaquin in. I've I've heard mm-hmm. other people and have a couple other sort of maybe not friends but acquaintances saying, yeah, I started watching this show and now I love F1. So there you go. Good for them. They sort of created their own. Uh, created a commercial for themselves by going behind the scenes and telling these stories. Maybe I'll have to get uh, check. I, I used to watch more F1 oh, a long time ago. Yeah, same probably here. Probably in junior high or high school. Like I used to watch Elaine Prost and uh, who else was driving at the time? Eddie Cheevers, I mm-hmm. think, or Cheever. I can't remember if it was Cheever or Cheevers. That sort of late 80s yeah, and era. I'm, I'm early 2000s, so I'm all about the Rubens Barrichello and Michael Schumacher and Jacques Villeneuve. Those sort right. of guys, right? Yeah. All right. We got uh, some baseball chat with Mike Johnson coming up. You can check in on the hotline powered by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling system. CertainTeed Pro all the way, 780-496-0063. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.